Welcome everyone to POV Crypto, the only podcast that both Bitcoiners and Ethereans listen to. I'm David Hoffman, here with my buddy Christian. Christian, how you doing? As you were saying that, I remembered the days where we used to say the episode number at the beginning of the recording. <laughs> that would always Gone fuck with us. Days. Such an amateur move. Why is that an amateur move? Well, like, it just, it really pigeonholes you to publishing that episode in that order. Yeah, that's true. That's uh, exactly and that's, you I'm don't doing. want that. You want, you want optionality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why when we upload our videos to YouTube, we upload them without the number. And then after we publish it on, uh, on the podcast feed, we, at, we append the number to it after the fact. Good times. All right. So on a different note, let's take a moment to talk to our sponsors, talk about our sponsors. Uh, Celsius Network is the newest lending platform on in crypto. Uh, they also have pretty competitive rates. Uh, as the DeFiers in the, uh, listening to this podcast might know, rates in DeFi have come down lately because of the drop in the uh, stability fee for MakerDAO. So if you want to get better rates, go to Celsius.network and check the rates available on their homepage. They have a ton of possible assets that you can lend. Um, so some rates right now, 6.5% for your DAI, 8.3% for USDC, uh, 3.6% for Ether. So if you want to trade your contract risk for your centralization risk and lend through Celsius Network, you can get 10 extra dollars of Bitcoin if you use POV uh, upon sign up. So you can get a little bit of a subsidized rate. Uh, pretty cool company. Uh, they have a nice app, so download it, check it out, sign up, and use code POV. Yeah, if you are in the search for yield, uh, Celsius is a fantastic tool in that tool chest right now. Um, we'll see how these organizations in DeFi all compete with each other to get you the best rates. I'm excited to see the world of uh, crypto finance evolving. And speaking of crypto finance, the best place to buy your cryptocurrencies and your Bitcoin eToro, one of our fantastic sponsors. They have been pushing financial inclusion and innovation for years, and they actually went from being a legacy financial institution offering American stocks and bonds and stuff like that internationally to incorporating cryptocurrency in 2016, and then now they're bringing their cryptocurrency trading platform to America. So it's all coming full circle. Uh, really, really like what eToro is doing. They're putting a lot of money behind Bitcoin and behind spreading the message of crypto. They're one of the few companies that are taking out like mainstream commercial advertisements for Bitcoin. So they're supporting the movement. And Bitcoin is really using all of this, all of us, all of these companies. It's all part of the incentive structure. So I love it. Check out eToro. They got a ton of really cool features around social trading, around copy trading, around portfolio investing, dollar cost averaging, whatever you want. You can pull, you can just buy the Bitcoin on there and pull it off, whatever. It's a one-stop shop for anything. B.tc backslash eToro POV so they know that we sent you there. B.tc backslash eToro POV. And eToro people, if you're listening, get us a better link, please. Please get us a better link. eToro, great spot. Let's get into the episode, David. We're doing a fight night. It's been a while. Yeah, on Monday or Tuesday, I was like extra grumpy this week for some reason. And I really wanted to like text you and be like, yo, we need to fight about something because I have some things I want to say. Uh, but I can't really remember what they are, but they'll probably well, come Do out. you remember last weekend? Was that Ryan? Was that when we recorded with Ryan and Eric? 
Was that last week? Uh, that was like two days before then. But um, just you posted something about you posted something about like uh, Bitcoin is a bet that Web three won't be a thing. Oh yeah. And I said no, it's the other way around. And then we kind of got into a fight. Well, did we each know that we're both drunk on the other end, so <laughs> we got extra chippy. <laughs> it was great. Like People are texting me saying, like, oh, man, you and Christian are getting extra nippy today. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know why. Turns out we were both just drinking. <laughs> For yeah, those that don't Austin. know, we are, we are two states away from each other, so we don't really hang out much more than we see each other on POV. Which is a fucking lot. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's okay. funny because... In college, we didn't, like, hang out that much, though. Yeah, we didn't hang out. We, yeah, so we were in different frats. Um, but we had a bunch of overlapping friends. And every time we did hang out with each other, it was very clear that we enjoyed each other's company. You know? So, yeah. I'm surprised you don't want to kill me. Yeah, well, at least in my frat, we haven't done this yet, but in my frat, we would always just, like, wrestle every now and then. We would, like, every <laughs> other Sunday or something, we would all get together and fight. We haven't done that yet. We should actually fight. <laughs> no, we shouldn't. Well, no, we shouldn't. I mean, I think you. I actually think you're like stronger than me right now. I, I've I've more recently gone back into weightlifting. I've been mostly running up until this point, but uh, I can. I I definitely don't want to fight right away. <laughs> I need some more time. <laughs> do you think if we advertise this, do you think we would get like five viewers of POV Crypto or five hundred? Probably five. If we actually had a real fight a night, real fight. And, like I feel like that would go down a really dangerous path. Yeah, probably. Anyways, moving on um, from the subject. <laughs> Back to Jesus. what we were originally fighting so, about. So we're drinking again, by <laughs> the way. We are drinking again. Um, damn it, I only have Rainier. Vitamin R. Um, Dude, I got the good stuff. What do you got? I got some like fancy Fort Point oh, SF beer. Mm. SF beer ain't bad. It's better than Rainier, that's for sure. Okay, uh, point. Bitcoin is the gamble that Web3 won't be a thing. Now, I define... People define Web3 differently, and that's a, a very key point in the debate. And I actually think that debates, not especially Bitcoin versus Ethereum debates, but also debates at large, uh, also very especially Republicans versus Democrats, the reason why these people can't come and come to some sort of common ground is because they define things differently so i encourage anyone who's ever engaging in a twitter debate to always make sure you define your fucking terms define your words like that uh, if you can't fit you're, if you're not talking about the same thing then of course you're just going to end up yelling at each other that's why you end up yelling is because you haven't figured out what the fuck you're right, talking so about why don't you define them web3 web3 is classically called the next iteration of the internet so like decentralized hosting decentralized uh you know so like decentralized servers um decentralized uh data like data storage decentralized bandwidth like whatever like mesh networks like the future version of the internet i think that is a component of web3 but i wouldn't say that's the most critical component of web3 the critical component of web3 is the value transfer layer specifically uh, the settlement layer of the internet. And so like Bitcoiners are like, Bitcoin is the settlement layer of the internet. Like it's where all the value is, where this value layer of the internet and it's all denominated in Bitcoin. Where Ethereum is like, 
the settlement layer of the internet. All value is denominated in tokens. Like tokens represent things. And so it's these two different versions of uh, providing value to the internet. But what, what Web3 is, is you can have this, inter this internet of value and kind of what we see in this growth of DeFi where we have these uh, websites integrated with value. Um, so kind of like DeFi protocols, but also, um, also with the whole decentralized storage. We just had uh, Brantley from ENS on talking about like how ENS can be a mechanism to have decentralized uh, domain name service kind of built on Ethereum. Uh, Web3 is this whole decentralized internet with value that goes inside of it. So you can't have Web3 without a value system. And so what to, what to me, what Web3 is, is it is it is the value layer of the internet in the same way that, it, but it's also the recreation of the internet at the same time. Uh, and so it's this agnostic value layer that's also the path that how we disintermediate the gargantuans of web two at the same time. So it's disintermediating, disintermediating money, the system that never made it onto the internet in the first place. And it's also disintermediating the gargantuans of web two in the same space. I think what you're actually trying to say is that web three is Ethereum. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that's, that's the goal. Like that's, that's because Ethereum is so flexible because it's Turing complete. You can literally do anything on it. Okay, maybe, but you might not be able to do money better than, than Bitcoin. And I mean, I, I'm, it's kind of interesting because like, it's not like I don't believe that the internet is going to get better. Like I think that Bitcoin is going to radically change the structure of the internet and i think it's also going to radically change the structure of the power grid and it could potentially eventually radically change the structure of countries and nation states and stuff like that if you go far out enough into the future so i don't know i think like i just i think i kind of think of it differently i don't really necessarily like think of the world built on bitcoin i just think of what happens if a sound money world exists and then if it is bitcoin what does that look like in terms of applying like what are the further repercussions of mining and all this kind of stuff and what that actually does to the world so i mean like defining web3 like to me what you defined was like i'm gonna say this thing that's ethereum so that's what web3 is like i don't know what <laughs> web3 is like web3 could be a bunch of different companies or some things that resemble you know, remote companies or companies located in weird jurisdictions that use decentralized money. Like, I just don't know. I don't know what all this stuff is going to look like. Um, and I, I just think that a lot of people try to, like, pigeonhole it to, like, this is going to be the future or this is going to be the future. And the only thing that I think was proven is making decentralized money. And Bitcoin's the best decentralized money that I can see so far. Uh, I'm going to bring up a point, and then I want to resurface it. I want to both att uh, attack this point later. Bitcoin isn't decentralized money. It's decentralized value. And so I think that's what block people say, like, blockchains are only good for money. I think you, the word you should be using is value because money is kind of something that's used by the people. Like, Bitcoin will be money if everyone in the planet's using it. But right now it's value. It's this value thing. And same with Ethereum. Ether is not money. It's value. 
uh, and all the tokens on Ethereum aren't money tokens, they're value tokens. Speculative store of value. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. I guess I guess maybe you're just using money as like a, a colloquial term. No. Well, not I guess the purpose, purpose built. But sure. I mean, yeah, I guess... To va- it's a value transfer system. Yeah, let's define system. money really quick. Let's define money real quick. Speaking of defining Can things. we just skip that? <laughs> so what, what's your definition of money? Uh, this, the, the unit that people use to transact in. Okay. I mean, a lot of Austrians would say it's the most liquid good in the economy. So in almost everywhere, that's the U.S. dollar right now. So U.S. dollar is money. Right. US so at money. best... Bitcoin is like a competing currency, mm-hmm. um, but you know that's why you know everyone wants dollars, right? Everyone wants dollars. They don't want Bitcoin. They want dollars. Mm-hmm. It's because it's the most fucking liquid thing. Number but, go up, as in number of dollars. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> but like, there's so USD is money right now. USD is money in terms of like ev- what everyone else is fucking talking about when they think of money. Mm-hmm. But I think Bitcoin's a really fucking good contender to be money, and that's all it's trying to be. Right, like I don't know if Ethereum is a good contender to be the the backbone of Facebook. I don't know. Maybe, maybe like it sounds like it's it sounds like Ethereum is interestingly uh, or a blockchain that uh, has enough liquidity or network effects could Mm -hmm. be a really good use case for an ENS or a DNS type system like that. Like I'm trying to chew on that and like what that means as an investment. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of stuff going on with Ethereum that, like, maybe I'm just missing the fucking the whole picture. Maybe like, there's going to be all these use cases that can only be enabled by Ethereum. Maybe I don't know. Like, I've seen a couple that are interesting and perk my ears. But at the same time, like, is it going to outcompete like revolutionizing money? Like, I don't know if it's going to outcompete Bitcoin for that. So. When I say uh, Web... Th- so I, my thesis is that Web3 is the future and that whatever blockchain captures Web3 is the blockchain that will be money. And so what I mean by Web3, I partly why, mean... Why does a blockchain have to host it, right? Why can't Web3 just be the new web that has, uses decentralized money? Like I'm, I'm kind of confused. Cause it's more Because for the same reason that monies always converge on the best money, like it's just more efficient to have all of these things converge on the same space. Because what, so what decentralized Facebook implies is that it's just this web 2.0 system on like a blockchain. And it, wait, sorry, I'm going to start over. What, yeah, what web 3.0 implies is that we have all of these like centralized services like AWS and Facebook and iTunes. And then we just have this like blockchain based decentralized platform to manage it. And that's not what really what we're searching for is web three is this uh, data storage platform, this um, communication protocol like ENS plus um, plus bandwidth and memory. And then it's also this value system that pays people for their music or, or accesses people for, for their profile uh, or whatever, or pays people to watch their YouTube videos. And so it's both a data hosting platform that connects to value and lets you and me as POV crypto co-hosts upload our video. And then we, instead of advertising to our listeners, we just charge listeners 50 cents for listening to our episode. That's Web3. 
I mean, again, like and that's, I just sorry, don't sorry. See... That's also why Ethereum is called the world computer because it has data and and DNS built into it and bandwidth and memory all combined with value. I just I just don't think that most of those things need a distributed ledger. I just they think that only money needs ledger that. to send money between you know consumers and producers. Yeah, so the money part. The money part. Yeah, it needs the yeah, money. Bitcoin part. has that checked, but it doesn't have all the other things checked. I'm saying I don't. Need, we don't need the other things. We just need all we need. The blockchain is for the the value transfer. Is the ledger part? Okay. So how does how does POV crypto stream cost charge money to people using Bitcoin on a streaming basis, and where we also host our videos on a censorship resistant platform that is not going through like Comcast. So do you want to hear how you can do that today or sure. how you can do it in 15 or years? Either the theory, the theory behind it. So I don't know how you can do it in 15 years today. You can use Bitcoin. You can use lightning to stream payments. There's a lot of gateways in order to mm-hmm. set up uh, a lot of different paywalls just straight out of the box with BTC pay server. Mm-hmm. And then there are several hosting services that attempt to be, uh, censorship resistant in their own way. Decentralization is just one way to get to the end of censorship resistance and providing a service to who you want without KYC or without following any specific rules. So there's many ways to do that. Uh, and there are hosting services that do that. And a lot of them are enabled by Bitcoin, which is decentralized money, right? So like, I think decentralized money changes the game. And like, not everything else necessarily has to be decentralized to be censorship resistant. And if you try to make your everything decentralized on one platform, like it's unproven that that platform necessarily, you know, is the best at being money, which I think is like the killer feature. What can you do on the Internet right now? uh, What couldn't before Bitcoin? What couldn't you do on the Internet uh, without being censored? You could pretty much do anything on the Internet without being censored except for send money. That was it. Like, you could download any movie you wanted. Before Bitcoin, you could download any movie you wanted. You could talk to whoever you wanted. You can do all these things getting around censorship, like, w- in whatever way you wanted to do it. No, but I, I think Bitcoin a, was the key to unlocking censorship-resistant money, which didn't exist before Bitcoin. No, I, I've heard a, a pretty good number of, of uh, podcasters and personalities, especially coming from the in- intellectual dark web, talk about the platforming and how... Google or Twitter or Facebook can just deplatform you and they kick you off of your platform. And that was also the platform that you use for your living. It's not necessarily an internet thing though. The internet is already censorship resistant. That's just Google's platform. Yeah, of course. Like these are censorable platforms. I mean, it's remains to be proven that a like a not centralized platform can compete. And like, I don't think that that necessarily needs a blockchain so you're so you're saying that there is a way to like host a video and stream it with like payment channels through Bitcoin, and that video hosting is done through a centralized company, but it's still censorship resistant through maybe some like cryptography, like zero knowledge proofs, where some somebody comes. It's censorship the- resistant because the company is actively trying to host their servers in a way that is uncompliant with some laws, but get around that through whatever means that they do it. Yeah. Like you're being censorship resistant because you're not trying to be censored, right? You're it, elsewhere you'd be censored. But then if you host a server in the US, like you'd be censored. Bay. 
Like then, yeah, totally. I guess regulatory arbitrage is part of the game. I guess censorship resistant, but it's also a it huge is. pain in the ass when it goes down like once a day every like two weeks, or once a week every I mean, every two weeks. I'm wow, just explaining the situation sense. right now. I'm just explaining the situation yeah. right now. I mean, Pirate Bay has been taking Bitcoin and other cryptocurrency donations for a long time. Yeah, but I mean, so streaming that enables movies, them. It made them more censorship resistant. I have had experiences with. I've learned of experiences with Pirate Bay of people that are frustrated with its lack of consistency and also the quality of the content on Pirate Bay. And so there's also huge missing components, right? Like there's no... So how how, how does Ethereum fix Pirate Bay? Just that specific example. Okay, so somebody is... So a bunch of people are hosting that file. And so that's decentralized data storage. So that's things like storage or IPFS or Filecoin or like any basically incentive model for you to store other people's shit on your hard drive. So that's, I mean, we've built it, but no one's using it. What's IPFS in conjunction to Ethereum? What do you mean? Like, what's the relationship? Uh, It is a log of where data is. And so it's like a... It's like a blueprint of data. And so, like, if you want this data, it will tell you the hash to go to to look for it. Uh, and then you can know. It's it's kind of like a routing system. So is IPFS built on Ethereum? Uh, the a, a, a version of IPFS is built on Ethereum, but IPFS is generally just a concept. Like, other blockchains have IPFS. So Ethereum has its own IPFS. And so, like, you can type in your a hash of something into Ethereum, and then it will go find what that hash leads to, and then it will pull back, like, a picture of a cat or something. So where is the actual picture stored, though? On somebody's computer, which also you can also turn into a distributed system. So you can have so are they meaning systems. Are they trying to be a part of IPFS? They are plugged into IPFS. Okay. So it's kind of like so a, IPFS like a doesn't store situation. data. It's very lightweight. So it's like because BitTorrent. I, yes, yes, it's like BitTorrent. Yes, correct. And so like that's how but, IPFS is on-chain, but also lightweight. So it's like kilobytes of data, but links to gigabytes of data. Yeah, yeah, um, that makes sense. I mean, what you just said is that's something that can be built out on any chain, though, right? So, mm-hmm. Yeah, but it needs money because the whole point of doing, the whole point of Web3 is a value layer. So that's connecting data and money. So how sticky is Ethereum's uh, IPFS system or network right now? So IPFS is built into the Ethereum blockchain. So it's yeah. not like Lightning Network. It's it's integrated in the main chain. No, no, I'm just saying, like, how important is it? Like, if you were to assess, like, could this be disrupted? No, because all it already has so much traction holding X amount of data and has a network effect around data. Or, yes, this could be disrupted because it exists, but doesn't is not that consequential right now well which one would you pick uh right now it's not that consequent not right now it's not that consequential um i mean so it, it's would, out. it would eliminate a lot of possibilities if if ethereum didn't have it like if the ethereum different, ha- different <sighs> this is what happens when you drink if ethereum didn't have ipfs like a lot of future use cases would not be possible I don't really think like on-chain features are an issue for Bitcoin. That's because you're not competing for Web3. I, I don't even know if we want these things. Again, like 
I think Bitcoin is just c- competing to be the best money possible. So the, the reason why I think Web3 is worth paying attention to is for the same reason that money converges. Like it's just more efficient to have the, all of these things on the same platform to use the same money system. So like we don't want like... But you actually have to compete with these other platforms, right? So you have to displace these other platforms and then gain momentum into mm-hmm. building on this platform or this gain a new network effect. So it has to be a meaningful thing. I think it's meaningful in money, like bringing sound money, whether it's Bitcoin or mm-hmm. another cryptocurrency that has more sound monetary principles. Like even Ethereum has significantly more sound monetary principles than any existing fiat. Like <laughs> in a world where it was just Ethereum's monetary policy, it's still fucking better than fiat. Okay. Putting on Twitter. So whatever. But like, I'm just trying to say like, the point is, is like, what, what, what are we, what are we trying to displace? Like, if you're trying to displace Facebook, you, you have to do a lot to displace Facebook. Right. And a lot of people have to feel a specific pain. Part of the 2017 bubble was, like, this one blockchain had this idea for displacing this one Web2 service. And so we had, like, Steam is going to disintermediate uh, Reddit and Medium. And then we had, um, God, there were, like, four of them. We had, like... I can't even remember what they are now, but it's like we have this token that is going to pay people for their YouTube content. We're going to displace YouTube. And then we have this other blockchain that's going to displace this other Web2 company. So what Ethereum is, is like if Ethereum was just for displacing YouTube or just for displacing like Dropbox, then we would fail. But the thing is like Ethereum is this this space where Dropbox, Google, Amazon, uh, Facebook, Medium, Twitter, go on like Turing complete and enter your Turing complete idea here. Like we're not, if we failed, we would fail by just displacing one of them, but we displace all of them all at once. And so it's easiest if you want to be a content producer on YouTube and get paid and die. And then you also want to go pay for content somewhere else for, for storage of your YouTube video. And you can also pay that person die. Like all these things are going to happen on the same platform. And so it's just easier to use the money that's on that same platform which is Ether or die, probably die backed by Ether. That's a pipe dream. Let's move on. <laughs> what do you think about the way that the transition to multi-collateral die is happening? I want to get your play by play. Well, we're going to have Mariano on in four days. I feel like we should just ask him because I've actually not been paying too close of attention. But like, how do you feel about like this? Like, it's like the other contract's going to be closed. Yeah, not like, immediately. It's not like open one door and shut the other. It's kind of like how ETH is ETH one is transferring to ETH two. Like, we're opening up the ETH two door, two door and be like, okay, guys, you're all going to have to come through the store at some point. But you got a while. Who's we and who's who's they have to? All all die owners and CDP holders, all stakeholders, except and then for MK. What do you and mean? MKR holders is MKR holders. MKR or, holders uh, doesn't change. So, the, sorry, the we is MKR holders. Is that how it works? I'm, I already lost who we was. So you said we are going to open up the store and say, "Come oh, on, yes. here, MKR guys." Holders. Okay, so yeah. it's we MKR holders. So that's that's the social contract. Is MKR mm-hmm. holders say what to do? Well, we're voting Everyone on it right else now. Has to cooperate. So, so I I took my MKR and I voted to ratify the migration to um, multi-collateral die also known as much cooler die i know i'm interested to talk to him, uh to mariano about like different eth derivatives on multi-collateral die rather mm-hmm. than like trusted assets because i think that that's just a stupid idea what do you mean eth derivatives um, like like uh synthetic assets 
Or like a version of DAI that has a higher interest rate but lower collateral limit. Or a version that has like twice as much collateral but a much lower mm. interest rate. Like so two versions like of DAI? Well, he was talking about that last time. Um, talking about multi-collateral DAI doesn't necessarily mean you can put your gold back token in it. It could also mean like different varieties of ether being put in it. So I don't know. I think that is m- much more interesting. Like I think putting your fucking gold or your tokenized asset is just uh, a bad thing. And then almost all utility tokens that are not trying to be money, which is not, which is essentially ether or a USD peg stablecoin, is just stupid. And then again, stablecoin, like that's a that's a whole bunch of regulatory hoo ha. That's kind of my mental framework around all this. The first collateral that. Uh is going into multi-collateral die that's not ether it's bat which is really funny uh God, that's garbage well so this is my point so when MakerDAO started in 20 december 2017 when ether was like 1100 dollars, like literally the worst time to to open up a cdp because you're just gonna have to resupply 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 because of the falling value of ether and so th- uh, this is just round two where like we just have the most garbage collateral to really test this system. Um, but at the same time, like we also test maker governance. Like this, it's not really a test of uh, bat as a collateral. It's a test of how well can MKR token holders govern how shitty the collateral is. And so like we're, we're starting, we're starting with the hard stuff so that we can figure it out. Um, also, interestingly enough, on a side note, uh, brave browser just had their first uh, ad on Rogan. So Rogan was shilling Brave uh, as an, his advertisement for his episode today. That's kind of funny. And Brendan Ike was on the top of Reddit for an AMA. They're they're making a strong push. Um, so I, I'm sure that you'll be hearing more Brave ads. Interesting. That's all I can say. Interesting. Can say. <laughs> yes. Um, I think Brave is a good product, but I'm very interested to see when they integrate Bitcoin. My bet is less than two years. Brave, Bra- like Bitcoin Brave, the company as we know it today. Or a fork of like Brave. Brave browser adds Bitcoin. Not a fork of Brave. The Brave. No, there's pl- there's already forks of Brave that have Bitcoin in it. I'm talking about Brave the company, the one that's advertising on Rogan, adds Bitcoin to their browser. I will take less that bet that that will not happen. What, did I say less than a year or less than two years? What was the original? Two, so you, the first years. thing you said was two years. All right. I'll put it down. How much? A tenth of a Bitcoin. I love how you denominate it in BTC, baby. <laughs> I don't think you'll do, let me do it any other way. Yeah, exactly. Because this, this is the, the second tenth of a Bitcoin bet that you'll have about some ETH thing. Well, this has a much longer time frame. I think I have a good chance. Two right, years. I'm, I'm, I'm shaking virtual, your hands. A virtual handshake. <laughs> One tenth of a Bitcoin in two years. God, that's going to be so much money. That could be a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, this is gonna hey, be I'm, I'm just going to have to buy it right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or we'll see. Maybe uh, not. I'm going to do that too, actually. How much is a tenth of a Bitcoin right now? See, I'm I'm making da- David hodl. I'm making David hodl a tenth of a Bitcoin for two years, guys. Two tenths, actually. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm hodling it too. I would do it anyways. <laughs> no, I mean whenever I get ad dollars, Bitcoin. It's like taxes, Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> what if I what if I denominate my side of the bet in basic attention token and basic attention token? I you have to pay me like ten thousand bat, <laughs> except bat goes like through the fucking moon because it's a super successful product. <laughs> I wouldn't take the bet. I don't want to touch that shit. <laughs> and do you think that's gonna happen? Uh, the bat goes through the moon. What's your fa- what's your faith on BAT token? So this this is interesting, right? Because like 
they have they have one of the most mainstream ads ever, like in competition with eToro's. Um, who's the actor? Oh, uh, God the the Gucci boo uh, the Gucci boo boo. Fuck, <laughs> I, I can't remember. You can't ask me this shit. Sorry, he's uh, from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, God, this is Whatever. this is awful. We should know this. Anyways, eToro has an A plus advertisement. You should all watch. But now now Brave is getting advertised on Rogan. And it was a super good ad. Like, maybe I'll splice it in here uh, just to hear, hear, have the listeners hear how Rogan pitched it. But, like, super fast browsing times, save your battery life, like, all the things, like, the people in the internet won't track you. All these things that are, like, super relevant for this current social con- uh, climate. Like, it's exactly what we want to hear. And so I think the, the Brave is going to do super well. And then people are going to start receiving this bat token in their wallet and it's going to be like, they're going to be like, Oh, cool. Okay. I don't know what the fuck this is, but like, I'm getting money. Uh, like there's this U S dollar value. Do you think that's how money works? That's what they're going to think. They're going to see this U S dollar value, like grow in their brave browser. And bat is actually going to be one of the most used tokens. Like, never mind that it's going to fall victim to the velocity problem, but like... <laughs> the most sold tokens. 99.9% of people using who download Brave and use Bat from the Rogan interview aren't going to know understand what the velocity problem is. It's Alec Baldwin. And Alec the Baldwin. velocity problem... Thank you. The velocity problem has to do with the money mattering and holding any value. Yeah. So if they get it and just dump it straight for Bitcoin or dump it straight for USD and uphold, then mm-hmm. so be it. But... Or ETH on, on Uniswap, you know? Hmm. Hmm. Maybe, yeah, exactly. But they're going to be dumping it, so it's... Yeah, they're just, you're, just, you're going to hold it and dump it. Trust me, what you're the do. advertisers are going to demand something different. And then no, they're going to supply dye. They're going to... Yeah, they will. Because it's going to be a pain in the ass. It's not going to be any less of a pain in the ass if they have to use Bitcoin. Unless they abstract it completely away and just make it USD. They're going to want something different. No one is going to hold BAT. Okay, so there is, BAT is on Ethereum. And so in by two years, we'll have proof of stake and, and maybe sharding. And so using BAT is going to be much more cost effective than using BTC, especially when transaction fees on Bitcoin are going to be like $5 in two years. Look, if people want to hold value, they're going to hold a good money okay they're not going to sure. hold bat it doesn't matter how easy it is to fucking transfer it where do you think bitcoin i'm not gonna saying be? bat's gonna be a good money i'm saying it's bitcoin still gonna, gonna be, be inside brave browser you don't, it's just you don't going to be the velocity token one of many velocity tokens that bleed value either back to us dollar or to ether but not to bitcoin i i personally think that a velocity token either gets abstracted away or it's just right. constantly being dumped with bad UX. But it's not going like, to get abstracted away to Bitcoin. It's going to get abstracted away to Ether because it's on Ethereum. I don't think it matters. I think that Brave could institute whatever they want, and they're going to institute what the people want. Okay. This is contingent on the fact that people want Bitcoin. But when Brave and exert, insert like you know a number of other of Web2 disruptors built on Ethereum here... Like, when all those things come around, well, then Ether is going to have way more utility. What about Brave is built on on Ethereum, other bat. than supplying Bat? Bat, that's it. That's literally the most useless part of Brave. Like, it's literally not built on Ethereum, except to have a stupid token. It's a marketing side of Brave. It's actually pretty useful. Is it? I mean, whatever way they got their value by funding. using our uh, token. 
It's way more. It's way easier to just fork, but die into Brave. Like, then you don't even have to have the Oracle for the price feed. You can just get paid and die, and you just swap out. You literally swap out a thirty-two character line of code. What are you arguing for? Are you are you arguing for Bat being useful, or are you arguing what's easier to fork into Brave? I'm just saying, I like either way. It's going to it's benefiting Ethereum way more than it's benefiting Bitcoin. Like the difference between Bitcoin and Ethereum in conjunction to Brave is strictly Brave as a centralized institution integrating the wallet into the fucking web browser. That is the only difference. And if it's integrating Ethereum, it's probably faster and cheaper cheaper fees, unless Lightning Network takes off, which remains to be seen. There's many ways to integrate payments. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Not you. All right. I, I'm making a turkey right now. If you guys have been on Twitter today, you will have seen I posted a picture of a turkey that I literally put an entire stick of butter into. Oh, and yeah. a whole bunch of other Was it grass-fed stuff. butter? Oh, yeah, dude. The best. Absolutely. Good. All good. organic. Good man. Top, top of the line. Good man. That's I just one thing that. we have in common. Good food. I just ate a donut hole. <laughs> and drinking Rainier beer. God damn it, dude. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to be the upstanding one. See, I'm, I'm one part keto, one part don't give a fuck. It's well balanced. Yeah, it is well balanced. Keeps me sane. Keeps me hungover in the morning. All right. Good talk. If you're watching this on YouTube, I have a horrible mustache. David's pretty thick as well. I got an itchy mustache. I I, I dare you to shave the beard. I'll do it for the last, like, couple days of the month. Last week. Last week? Mo, for a week. A week week from today? Okay, I'll do that. Let's do it. Come on. I've been doing it the whole month. Yours looks good, though. (laughs) Mine looks like a fucking pirate. I look like a pirate. I think good is subjective. (laughs) You can find the show at POV CryptoPod on YouTube, on whatever podcast app you listen to, on Twitter. You can find me at CK underscore Snarks. David? You can find me at Trustless State, both on Twitter and on Medium. Stay tuned for our next episode. We've got Mariano Conti coming on on Tuesday. Uh, we have Kane from Synthetics, uh, who is an ETH guy. But him and I are going to probably get into at least a little bit of a tussle about the SNX token. Uh, I have some homework to do between now and then. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, and we have a lot of other Bitcoiners coming on, and I'm not going to share them with you. But they're going to be great. Get stoked, guys. Oh, oh.